0: Well, hello everybody, this is your favorite pastor again. Always saying it these days, I know I'm your favorite. You know why? I'm always talking to you. So I think that's a good reason to be your favorite pastor. That's my reason anyway. You're my favorite people, come on. Uh, Let's praise God for a living hope. And I've got Luke Vardy in the the studio with me, virtual studio. But I just want to give you something out of the, the NIV, in actual fact. 1 Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 3 through 7. I'm going to read this to you. Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he's given us new birth into a living hope through the resurre- resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never, ever perish, spoil or fade. Of greater worth than gold which perishes even though refined by fire may result in praise glory honor when jesus christ is revealed my goodness that's a long without any breath scripture but um i think luke has got something to share with us so i'm just going to turn this session over to you luke and uh just say hello to the lovely people they're not going to hurt you
1: Hi everybody! Um, It's great to be back with you. I hope you've been enjoying some of the little segments that I've been doing with uh, guests on there, the interviews. Um, But I've really got a word on my heart today, just to deliver to you. And uh, the first thing God told me was, um, tell the people, don't worry. And the rest of what I'm going to say, if you if you forget it, just remember this: don't worry everything's going to be all right, everything's going to be okay, Um, God's going to come through for us and I'm going to go through a few scriptures with you today and encourage you, I mean, don't you think it's funny that as, as human beings, we panic about everything. We panic about if we're going to be late for the doctors, if we're going to be late to meet up with someone. We worry about how we look when we get up to speak and preach the gospel. We worry about how we're going to deliver the message. We worry about um, if we've got his hands lifted the right way when we're worshipping. We're always comparing ourselves to everybody else and we're worrying about what we should be doing. I mean, you could be worrying about some more serious things. Maybe a family member in your household's got ill. Maybe that's through the COVID-19 that's happening now. Or maybe it's cancer. Maybe it's a scare that's happening in your life right now. Maybe you are terrified and really genuinely worried for bigger reasons. Maybe that bill that you need to pay just doesn't seem to be coming through. Maybe you've lost your job in this season. Maybe you need a job. Maybe you've lost your home. Maybe you're struggling, but I want to tell you today, don't worry about it because God's got your back. And I'm not just going to say, don't worry. I'm going to go through a series of scriptures today to help you to not worry. So when God said to tell the people, don't worry, um, just today, this morning, as I were preparing and and I I actually sat watching the news, God gave me a picture, like an image, like a vision, shall we call it. Um, of two soldiers, they were soldier recruits in an army and they were at the bottom of the hill and their sergeant, the boss over them, was in front of them, giving them orders. And in these orders, I could see them filling the bags and they had 10 kilogram weights and they had 10 of these each in their bags. Then they put the bags on their shoulder and they started to run. I, I got the sense inside that they were doing a mission to be able to pass, to actually get into the army. And this sergeant told them, every time you complete a trip up to the top and back down, leave one of your weights at the very top of the hill. But the aim is you've got to do 10 up the hill and down the hill. Now, when I'm talking about a hill, it were more a bit of a mountain, to be honest It was quite high up. It was a big thing in this picture that I had. Anyway, they both set off at a good pace. They were level pegging, They weren't trying to beat each other. They were just setting off okay. They got to the hill and the top of the hill and one of them took the bag off, started to unzip it, started to take the weight out. It was a bit fiddly and it took him a while. And the other one looked at him and thought, this is going to take too long. So he just carried on running back down the hill. Thought, I'll get a head start here. I'll, I'll be a proper man. I'll show everybody that I don't need to get rid of this weight. So they kept on running and... About halfway through, the man who wasn't dropping off the weights collapsed on the hill. He couldn't complete the mission that was set to him because he wasn't taking the weights out the bag. What I want to tell you today is, it's the same with us and God. God has told us to cast our burdens onto Jesus. In fact, it's in the scriptures. It says in Psalms 55 verse 22, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Um, But it pretty much translates the same in any version you're using. And it says, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. In the the King James Version, it says, cast your burdens, throw your burdens unto Jesus. And I remember a song, cast your burdens unto Jesus for he cares for you. It was a Sunday school song. And I want to tell you, God cares for you. And if you cast your burdens onto him, onto Jesus, he'll take the burdens from you. But actually, we have to do something. We have to act upon this scripture and actually give it to God. And many of us have been Christians for years. We've read this scripture and we're still carrying burdens. God, how am I going to pay my bills? God, how am I going to get a job and provide for my family? God, there's no food on the table for tomorrow's meal. What am I going to do? God, I've got to go and do a a gospel campaign. God, the church needs a new roof on it. God, we need so much from you. But yet we're worrying and we're not giving God our burdens. We're not casting our burdens onto Jesus. We're casting them on his shoulders, just like that soldier who refused to take the weight out of his bag and put it on the hill and leave it there. We sometimes get the weight off of his shoulders, but we still carry them. We don't actually lay them at the feet of Jesus. We're still carrying the weights. We've managed to get it out of the bag like that soldier, but we're still carrying it. We won't give it up to God. We won't give up our problems to God. And I want to tell you today, if you give your problems to God, he'll come through for you. Isn't that exciting news? Can I hear a glory? Hallelujah through the radio waves from somebody, somewhere. I'm so excited to tell you the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I mean, you might be listening today and you might not believe in God, but I wanna tell you, God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for you so you can cast your burdens onto Jesus. And the best way of doing that is just to receive Jesus into your heart. And I'll touch on that a little bit later. So don't worry if you're not a Christian. Don't panic. There's a way, there's a hope, there's a future for you if you just stay tuned in to this message today. There is a hope, there's a future for you, there's a destiny for you, there's, there's, there's a new job around the corner for you, there's new friends around the corner, there's a big family willing to help you just around the corner. If you just stay logged on, I'm telling you, you're going to have the best day ever by just staying on and listening if you're not a Christian today. I want to go on to another scripture. I want to show you that I'm not just making this up. So, we've read from Psalms 55, verse 22 give your burdens or cast your burdens unto Jesus. He will not, He will take care of you. He'll not fail you. You know, I've had friends in life that have failed me. I've had people in life that were close to me that failed me. Even your mom and dad might fail you at times in your life. They don't want to, but they human beings, we make mistakes. But let me tell you, God, the creator of the world, does not make mistakes. He didn't make a mistake by creating you. Um, I don't know why I'm going down this route, but I felt the Holy Spirit just saying, you feel like you're a mistake. Someone told you that you was an accident. You shouldn't have been born. Even your parents saying, hey, we didn't intend on having you. Let me rebuke that right now and tell you that you are not here by accident. You're part of God's perfect plan. God knew that you was going to be born into this earth and he loves you so much. But the next scripture that I wanted to really touch on is in Matthew 6, 25 to 34. I absolutely love this. In my um, Bible, it's all in red writing, which means Jesus actually said this. So when Jesus talks, we must listen. So that's Matthew six twenty-five. It actually says, do not worry. That's, that's what it says. It's really good in, in the Bible when it tells you that. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink nor about your body what you will put on. Is not life more than food and a body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into bands, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add a cubic to his stature? Oh, which of you, by worrying, can add a single, single thing to your life? Worrying doesn't add anything to your life. Worrying only takes away from your life, guys. If you listen to this, worrying will eat away at you. It'll make you struggle through life. So we need to get rid of the worries. We need to get rid of the doubt. Let's read on. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you or oh, you of little faith? This is Jesus talking. Remember, he's saying you've got no faith if you're worrying about stuff. You've got no faith if you're panicking and stressing and, and, and getting anxiety about things. That bill that you're worrying about is not worth worrying about. Jesus has already got the answer. God has already got an answer and a way through your situation. For after all these things, the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father, knows that you need all these things. But seek first. This is the bit that I want you to focus on. This is in verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. That's the key right there. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So he's talking about not worrying, not stressing. And then he gives us a clue here. Seek first the kingdom of God. Some of you have took your mind off of Jesus. Some of you don't even know Jesus who's listening to this. And today's the day of salvation. I declare it right now. Today you can receive Jesus and stop all your worrying, stop all your panicking. But we've got to seek God 1st We've got to focus on Jesus, focus on what he's asking us to do, rather than worrying about everything else. Now, I want to share a bit of a personal testimony. I'm from the United Kingdom. Some of you might be listening from around the world. But in the United Kingdom, we've had something called lockdown. It's restricted meeting together in churches And I'm a full-time an evangelist in the United Kingdom. So that's actually restricted me traveling to other nations. It's restricted me being able to go to church because a lot of the church leaders didn't think it was wise me traveling and doing services for them. So all of my meetings have been canceled since lockdown pretty much. And I've had to go online. Going online means you don't, you don't get any gifts. You don't get any um, income as such. So, Me and my family, since being in lockdown, we was living by faith before, but we've had to live by faith even more. The amount that we need to run as house has never changed. The difference were, we weren't going to churches, getting the gifts that we needed. We weren't getting donations in. So what did we have to do? We had to focus and ask God, what do you want us to do in lockdown? So we started doing stuff like this on the radio, we started doing internet broadcasts, and I. I want to tell you, since lockdown, we've had to believe every month for £1,000, sometimes more some months, to be able to pay the bills, to eat, to do everything we need to do as a family. And every single month, God has not failed us once. God has not let us down once. I want to tell you, God is not going to let you down if you give him all of your heart, give him all of your focus, trust in God, trust in Jesus. He's going to help you. He's going to bring you through. It might be that it gives you an idea on how to make money in this situation if you're out of work. You know, Sometimes we look for, there's the good old story of the, the person abandoned on a, on a desert island and he said, God, help me. So someone comes along in a boat and says, hey, do you want to get on the boat? And, and the person on the desert island said, no, God's going to come and save me. So he says, God, I need your help. Come and save me. And along comes a helicopter. And this helicopter, someone jumps off. Hey, we've come to save you. No, God's going to come and save me. And then the next thing, this is my added on bit to the story. A boat actually washes up a little water and but it just needs repairing a little bit. And the man on the desert island turns around and says, God, why aren't you helping me? I mean, God sent him three opportunities, an actual physical boat to get on, a helicopter to fly away on, and a boat to repair so he can actually go away and then get off the desert island himself. God sends us help through other people. God sends us help through ideas, through things that are in front of us. Just like Moses, all he had was a staff in his hand. And when he laid that staff out, the the waters parted right in front of the people of Israel when they needed it. He also used that stick to bring water out of a rock when there was in the desert. That staff was used for so many things. And God says, you've got something in your hand. You've got something in your mind. I've dropped ideas into your heart and you just need to act on them. And that's your way out of this problem. But the situation is, is, Many times we don't listen to God. Many times we're more worried and focused on everything else going on. I want to tell you today that you can be set free. You can be made whole. You can be made right in God. You might not be a Christian today, but you can receive Jesus for the very first time. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to meet with Jesus. Jesus changed my life for the better I was in a pit, I was in a situation where I was drinking, going out to the clubs, dabbling around with drugs. I was an angry man. I wanted to shout and do violent things all the time, but God changed me and made me a soft guy inside. He he, he tenderized my heart. He took me away from the bad people that I was hanging around with. I've got one more scripture before I've finished. Have we got enough time, Pastor Iris, for me to share one more scripture?
0: Yeah, we have Luke, yeah.
1: It's in Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Again, this is the New Living Translation I'm reading from. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for for all he has done. So I'm going to read on in a few minutes, but I want to just stop there. Don't worry about anything. This is a common theme that I brought up today. Don't worry about a thing. Instead, pray about everything. Some people say, oh, I don't have to pray about everything. This scripture actually tells us to pray about everything. I remember when I was a kid growing up um, in church, I remember playing on a computer console, Pastor Irish. I remember being on a computer game and I was losing. I couldn't get off the level I was on. And this is simple faith for you. My mum and dad were pastors and leaders of a church. And I remember him saying, if you pray about anything, God will answer you. It might be a yes, it might be a no, it might be wait a minute. So I said, God, if you're really real, help me win this level. I tried it three or four times. So I said, God, I want to I win this computer game. I want to defeat this level. Help me. I'll tell you what, Iris, I won that level. From a young age, I realized God can help you. you know That helped me throughout my life, remembering things like that. And then it goes on in this verse six in Philippians four. Tell God what you need. Some people, I, I know, we don't have to come with a list constantly to God, but if you need something, ask Him. I've, I've got two children um, I, um, at home with us at the moment in this lockdown. I've got four children in total. The other two are grown up, married, etc. But the two that I've got at home, one of them's quite quiet doesn't really ask for much the other one keeps coming and asking and asking and it tells in the scriptures be persistent keep asking keep knocking keep knocking on the doors of heaven I want to tell you you might have asked for something but if it's like my kid Isaiah he keeps coming and asking he tends to get what he wants eventually because he's persistent in it if you're persistent you'll get what you need And then the final bit in this verse six, it says, Thank him for all he has done. This is the bit we forget. Look at your life as a Christian. Look at what you have been given. If you live in a house, you've got to be thankful for that because you're protected from all the bad weather. You're protected from it. If you today have got up and had breakfast, had lunch, had tea, had some food on your table. Why can't we be thankful for that? You see, we're always looking for the the new clothes and new things, the new possessions, but then things aren't important. Actually, when we look at the necessities, the breath in your lungs right now, we need to be thanking God for. We need to be thankful for every small thing. And when we're thankful for the small things, when we put his requests into heaven, when we seek God first and his righteousness, then God gives you everything you need. In verse seven, then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. I don't know about you, but I want peace in my life. I want a peace that passes all understanding. I will live in perfect peace. That I will live in perfect peace if your mind is set on me. That's talking about Jesus. If his mind is fixed on Jesus. And it's funny how many of these scriptures I've read have said, cast your burdens unto Jesus, for he cares for you. Everything's about focusing on Jesus, casting your burdens onto Jesus. To do that, you've got to be in front of Jesus. This is saying you'll get perfect peace in Christ Jesus. Oh, there's a key. There's an answer. His name is Jesus Christ. He's the son of God and he's the only way to heaven. You might be listening to this and you might believe in all sorts of different gods. And I want to tell you today, you've been deceived. It's unfortunate that you've been lied to because Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can go to heaven except through me. The only way to get to heaven, the only way to get peace, the only way to cast your burdens unto Jesus is actually to come to Jesus. And today is the day of salvation for any of you who are listening who have got family members who are unsaved. Get them on the radio right now to listen to this broadcast because I'm going to give them an opportunity to meet with Jesus. But I will need to tell you what Jesus has done. Just in a few minutes, if that's all right, Pastor Iris, I'm going to tell them what Jesus has done. So all of you who already know Jesus, start casting your burdens onto him. Take the weights out of your bag a bit at a time, or just, if you want, just tip all the weights at the feet of Jesus and say, I don't want them anymore. You see, Jesus was sent by God to come to this earth to die for humanity, to die for every single person. God does not have favorites. He loves everybody. He loves you. You will listen to me right now. Yeah, you who thinks nobody loves you. He loves you right this moment because he gave up his prized possession in heaven. His name was Jesus. He's actually the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And he gave up his right to stay in heaven, to come to this wretched earth, to be abused, to be mocked, to be tortured by the Roman Empire, to die on a cross, a horrific death. He was hung naked and humiliated and mocked by the soldiers. He eventually had nails struck through his hands and through his feet. He hung on this cross and he finally... He gave up his life and said, Forgive them, Lord. He gave up his life for you. He said, God, I'm willing to die for people who don't even know me and who don't even love me. In fact, I'm willing to die for them who have rejected me throughout history. Some of you are atheists. Some of you follow the teachings of Muhammad. Some of you follow the teachings of Buddha. Some of you are following false gods in your faith. I'm telling you, Jesus is the only way you'll get to heaven. There's no reincarnation There's no five pillars. There's no other way to heaven except through Jesus. And the only way we can get rid of them burdens is to cast those burdens onto Jesus. So if you're struggling today and you need a breakthrough in your life, it's time to come to Jesus right now. I want to give you an opportunity and I want to say a prayer over these radio waves right now for you to receive Jesus into your heart. You don't have to bow your head. You don't have to um, clench your hands And close your eyes. But if you want to focus on God, you can do that too. But you just need to receive him. Jesus died on a cross, but he didn't stay there. In fact, he's the only religious figure that raised, was rose from the dead. So today, receive from God. Say this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm sorry for all the sins I've committed. I want you to come into my heart, Jesus. Change me from the inside out. Holy Spirit, fill me, teach me your ways. I receive you into my heart, Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Wow. Wow. Any more? I'm really enjoying this, Luke.
1: Oh, yeah. I I mean, I can preach forever about the love of Jesus Christ. Um, We could do a two, three hour slot on the love of Jesus. Uh, In fact, for many Christians, uh, Pastor Iris, we don't even realize how much Jesus loves us. Maybe next time I'll preach, and um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. God loves us so much.
0: <laughs> that is amazing. Well, I'm, I'm sure everybody's enjoyed that today. I certainly have. You yeah, and I can sit here and get it firsthand. I'm having my own little church here, which is absolutely brilliant. And I'm glad I've got the office to myself. I'm <laughs> totally saved. <laughs> I'm wrapped up in God's love. Yeah, thank you again. Um, well, that's that's the end of our airtime. So we're just going to say goodbye to everybody out there, but I can assure you we will be back. So God bless you. Keep safe and keep looking up.